America Meditating Radio Show. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. Hi, everyone. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. We bridge divides, we seek deeper meaning, and we answer life's most compelling questions from experts around the world. Because in a world of uncertainty and division within and out, we will need answers right here, right now. Join me and guests on America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Mr. Rogers passed along friendship, hoping we would too. Friendship. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. There is no place like home. Getting home safely is just a click away. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. Visit safercar.gov slash the right seat for more information. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. He went without food, not to lose weight, but to help people lose generations of hate. While many around him rose up with violence, he sat down for peace. When others used religion as an excuse for war, he used it to remind them of love. Mahatma Gandhi made the world a far better place by reaching out with the strength he cultivated within his soul. So, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com.
Hello and welcome to America Meditating Radio Show. I'm your host, Sister Jenna, broadcasting from the incredible Meditation Museum in the nation's capital. You know, everybody tells me, you know, where they would expect a meditation museum would be in sunny California or wonderful Oregon, or maybe somewhere like even in New York City. For there to be a meditation museum in the nation's capital, I think that something is giving. Something is giving in here. Something is changing. We're really moving up and about into our story. I have a funny feeling that the voice of God is somewhere around us. And my understanding of hearing the voice of God on a personal level happened to me in my 20s got to tell you all that story. Stay tuned as we're going to get Dr. Susan Shimsky on the air. She's going to talk about how to hear the voice of God. And I'm going to definitely go to our lovely sister Gita and have her read me one of her lovely poems and see if we can hear her voice of God through her. So what reading do you have for us today, my dear? The reading of well-being to everyone, all of us, including myself. The thought came, If I were going to see the King of England or the Queen of England, how would I prepare myself? And so, too, let's think about this. Man manabhav means be mine with your mind. It's a Hindi word that simply means be mine with your mind. I am called by many names, Shiva, Jehovah, God, Allah, Prabhu, Ishwar, so many names. You have built temples and churches for me. You search for me on pilgrimages and on mountains. But you couldn't see me with those eyes. My form is a divine subtle like. My form is light, just like a shining star, but I radiate my qualities to you like the sun. I reside in a world of consciousness, which is far beyond this material universe. You two, my sweetest children, used to reside with me in this supreme abode of timeless peace. In silence, your form is also like mine, divine, subtle, eternal, like a star. You are a soul, and the soul is an actor in this drama of life. You are playing your part through the bodies you now have in this unlimited drama. Sweetest children, change is inevitable. So there's no need to be attached to anyone or anything. After playing many parts, you have forgotten who you truly are. You have forgotten your original home. Hence, you have forgotten me. I will appear once again in your mind, into the drama to liberate you from the strings of illusion and the attachment to them. Sweetest ones, be mine with your mind. Thank you. Have a reflective day. 
Om Shanti. America Meditating Radio Show. Hope you enjoyed the poem by Sister Gita called Man Manabhav. It's a Sanskrit word translated in English. Let your mind be with me. And if you can align your mind to the vibration and the love of God, then the story that will emerge will be very profound. You're listening to America Meditating Radio Show, and we are about to welcome Dr. Susan Shumsky. She has dedicated her whole life to helping people take command of their lives in highly effective powerful, positive ways. She is the author of 11 books, a pioneer in the human potential field, and she has spent more than 47 years teaching thousands of people meditation, prayer, affirmation, and intuition. Her book titles include Miracle Prayer, Divine Revelation, and How to Hear the Voice of God. And Dr. Shumsky is highly respected spiritual teacher, award-winning author, and founder of Divine Revelation, a unique field proving technology for contacting the Divine Presence. I wonder if I can get Dr. Shumsky to do that while we're on the air. <laughs> She'll be hearing, and there's the testing, and you can also decode up the inner voice and perceiving clear divine guidance. Now, for 22 years, her mentor was Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, guru of the Beatles and of Deepak Chopra. She served on Maharishi's personal staff for seven years. A sought-after media guest and highly acclaimed professional speaker, Dr. Shumsky has done over 650 speaking engagements and six 
175 media appearances since her first book was published, including Women's World, GQ, Cosmopolitan, and much more. We're very warmly opened to welcome Dr. Susan Shimsky to the America Meditating Radio Show. Welcome. Oh, I'm so glad to be here with you today. Sister Jenna. <laughs> Me too. I'm glad to have you. Anyone who does work that makes us feel better and do better is a friend of mine. And I know that <laughs> you were once on the personal staff of Maharishi Yogi because you actually trained either under them for some while. What were some of the things that you took away from that training and how did you branch off into now your own life's journey of spirituality from that? Well, I had always wanted to have a spiritual life, actually. Even when, as a child, I had a great fervor or a great interest in experiencing the spiritual presence and having like mystical experiences. And that was very greatly fulfilled by living in an ashram with a spiritual master from India for decades, you know, a couple of decades. And at some point, however, I felt like the incredible spiritual experiences I was having through meditation, through practicing what was known as transcendental meditation, I was having amazing experiences. However, there was still something that I felt was missing from my spiritual experience, and that was a direct experience of what I call the personal aspect of God. In the study of Eastern wisdom, in the experience of deep meditation of the yogis, the kind of meditation that I was practicing, I was experiencing what is known as the impersonal aspect of God, which is the absolute pure consciousness. It is sublime. It is blissful. It's an experience of unbounded, unlimited awareness an experience of deep relaxation, of perfect peace and wholeness and oneness. However, I was not having what I call the ability to have two-way conversations with God, to be able to receive divine inner guidance, to be able to be lifted in my conscious awareness through that dialogue with the still small voice of God within. And once I learned how to do that, I did branch out on my own and founded what's now called Divine Revelation, which is about learning how to listen to that inner voice and receive clear, unmistakable divine guidance and be able to test that. why I should we say, broke off from the ashram. I would say that you were moving, moving, you know, moving. There are times that you are in a particular body of consciousness or a body of thought, and it came into your life at the exact right time, and it was to feed you something that you needed at that time to make you something that you were to become. And it doesn't mean that you have to stay there all the time. It could mean that your story is continuing more and there's more to also learn and unfold. As we talk a little bit, Dr. Shimsky about this energy of God. Tell the world, what is God? Who is God? I define God as the energy that gives rise to the entire universe, the energy that pervades, permeates, and fills every atom of creation. It fills not only this physical world, but it fills all dimensions. It fills the spiritual world as well. Uh, For God is everywhere present. God is not only the creator, but it is life itself. It's life force energy. And that life force energy is present within all things in this universe, within all beings, all people, both animate and inanimate. As far as I'm concerned, God gives rise to the universe and God is in the universe in every particle of creation. It's not like 
God is separate from anyone or anything. You could call it God. You could call it Goddess. You could call it the universe. You can call it spirit or whatever you want to call it. It still exists. It's real. And the great thing is that everyone can experience this divine presence. It's not only for great saints, sages, prophets, holy men. It's for everyone. We can all have this sublime experience of the divine presence. And that's what's so amazing and so wonderful. You know, I was at a talk on Capitol Hill at the Human Rights for the Lantos Foundation. And Paul, who was the man at the hotel in Rwanda that helped to save thousands of lives from the guerrillas at the time, he was getting the Human Rights Award from the Lantos Foundation. And the grandson of Annette Lantos gave this wonderful, riveting speech, and he said, I might not be a Dalai Lama or a Pope or a Jesus, but I still feel that I can do the best that I can in humanity. And why I'm bringing this out is that I think that at times we have all of these great sages and saints that seems to epitomize human perfection. And here we are at a ground level, can't deal with traffic at 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the afternoon on the 495. Or, you know, we're just, we're struggling to stand up in a line and wait when we're late for an appointment. And so we tend to seem very, very ordinary or very average. And yet something within our spirit feels that we're above average. So when I look at Mm -hmm. the whole languaging of God, I feel deeper than my being. It is, as you said, it is energy. It exists, and it is the highest of all energy. And when we remember the energy, whether we want to do it in the form of a relationship because we still need that, or we do it in an abstract form, the remembrance of that pure energy deletes the negative issues that we still hold on to inside of the soul. And when I felt that... Susan, that changed me when I was on the mountaintop in Mount Abu, India in the 90s. I had this profound, beautiful experience of God's light. And the light basically said, I really don't care how naughty or how nice you've been. I am your father. I'm your mother. I'm here to love you. But Mm -hmm. I have observed you. You've got some issues. You just don't seem to know how to let go of a part that you're playing. And it is this attachment to our stories that has convulated our drama and making it so hard to be a loving and more caring society. So tell our listeners, how would the doctor define spirituality and religion? Are they the same or is it different? Well, actually, the word religion means the same thing as the word yoga. Okay, so so the Sanskrit word yoga comes from a root which is a Sanskrit root, and it means to bind or to yoke, to put things together, to integrate, okay? And the root of religion, which is a Greek, I believe it's Greek root, means to bind or to yoke. So what are we yoking? We are yoking individual spirit with universal spirit. So, in fact, religion and spirituality fundamentally mean the same thing. They come from the same root. However, in many people's minds, they see that there's a difference between religion and spirituality. They see religion as being forms and customs. In many cases, they see it as empty forms and customs because there's no meaning behind it in in some people's minds. They think that they're just practicing without having a deep heartfelt experience, whereas they view spirituality as something that's meaningful, that's heartfelt, that's personal to them, something that says 
I am one with God, something that says I am having a spiritual experience. I am really experiencing the divine love, the divine light, the divine grace, the divine blessedness. I'm experiencing the presence of God directly. Well, that I would define that really as mysticism. That's what I practice and that's what I teach is the ability to have this direct divine contact and communication. So it's like that's almost like a different level where we're going a step even further where we're experiencing God in an extremely personal way because we are unifying with God. We're experiencing ourselves as God. And that is a, that's a whole other, it's a whole other level of experience, which is very profound very meaningful, very personal to each individual. So in many people's minds, there is a big difference between spirituality and religion. They see it as something that's more experiential. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I, I believe there's one that says listen and there's one that says speak. <laughs> and okay, you have written a lot of books. I am particularly drawn to divine revelation and how to hear the voice of God. Who or what is God, we have answered that. Uh, but how do you go about communicating with this pure divine energy? How can our listeners actually hear, pull the presence of this voice of God where it can make us into better people? What are some of those tips that you have? Well, Sister Jenna, it's really so easy. It's just beyond easiness. And all that you have to do is, I'm going to give you the secret right now of how you can have this incredible experience of the divine presence, of the direct presence of God. And that is simply that you sit down in a chair, you close your eyes, and take a few deep breaths. And deep breathing, in my opinion, is a wonderful way for us to get into a quiet meditative state. So taking a few deep breaths, getting still, getting quiet, getting relaxed, feeling like we're going away from that outer world or that objective world where our senses are turned outwards and going into the inner world where our senses are turned inwards, where we're taking a 180-degree step away from that busyness, continual engagement with activity and with the world around us. And so we just start to relax and take deep breaths, getting quiet, getting still, taking even more deep breaths, getting more quiet, more still, taking even more deep breaths, getting very, very quiet, very, very still. And once we're in a state where we feel balanced, where we feel whole, where we feel connected to spirit, where we're feeling deeply relaxed in a state of unlimited, unbounded awareness, what we call transcendental consciousness. So once you're in that state of inner quietude and deep relaxation, then you do something that people don't normally do when they're in that state of awareness. And that is you do one thing. You ask. You ask. Ask a question. Ask for guidance. Ask for inspiration. And the entire premise of what I teach, which is called divine revelation, the entire premise is ask and it shall be given unto you. Just by simply asking, you will receive the blessing that you're, that you're going for, whether that be having a conversation with the divine presence, whether that be healing, whether that be a spiritual experience, an expansion of awareness, divine light, divine love, divine grace, 
whatever it is that you want to have happen or occur, you simply ask for it. And then you do what I call the do-nothing program. That means you do nothing, nothing, and less than nothing. And what does that mean? That means just be in a neutral state of awareness, not attempting to seek or cling to or try to have anything happen. You just let go, basically. You give up. And the more you give up, the more you let go, the deeper and more profound the experience is that you're going to have. So you just let go and then that divine voice will speak to you. And when I say speak to you, really the experience comes either as a voice where literally you're getting some words that come into your mind, you're fed a message that comes into your mind, or it could be a vision, you see some visual experience uh, in your inner eye, in your mind's eye, you see something. Or you get a deep feeling. Perhaps you feel profoundly connected to spirit or you feel a sense of inner peace or deep relaxation. So Mm -hmm. that's how, there's three basic ways that the still small voice speaks to you, either through seeing, hearing, or feeling. And that's Mm -hmm. how you'll get your uh, message And then it's just a matter of practice. Once you have that connection, continue to practice it through meditation. Beautiful, beautiful. You know, sometimes I think the greatest struggle with everyone is not even whether does God exist or almighty powerful that energy is, but I've observed that the greatest struggle with human beings today and God is their ability to receive the love that he transcends through his energy and his vibrations. And I think it's because of all of those karmic stories that uh, individuals tend to hold on to what happened to me, what should have happened, what didn't happen. My parents should have done that, but they didn't. My mother is like that. My husband is this. My child is like that. Those stories Mm -hmm. are really impeding us from being able to feel the incredible amount of love that exists from above, from this being. And I like some of the techniques that you just offered us. Unfortunately, we're getting to the close of our show, but before I let you go, I would love for you to uh, talk a little bit about Divine Revelation. We're going to be at the Conscious Life Expo in Los Angeles in February. Yay! And you're going to be doing a workshop on how to receive clear inner guidance. In closing, could you share with our listeners a little bit about what they can expect from the workshop? And if you'd like to talk a little bit about Divine Revelations, why don't you just give us a little peep preview on that? Yes, I will be at the Conscious Life Expo as well. And During my workshop, we'll be doing meditation. I'll be leading us into a guided meditative experience where we will have that direct, what I call mystical, connection with spirit, connection with God, and we will have a profound, meaningful, wonderful spiritual awakening. And really, you don't have to do anything. Like I said, it's a do-nothing program. I'll be guiding the session and all you have to do is just follow the instructions and uh, you will have probably the most, you know, most powerful meditation you've had in your life. Most people come up to me and say, oh my goodness, I've never had a meditation this deep in my life. So I think you'll enjoy it and I hope to uh, see you there. And in reference to my works, my books, They're available on my website, which is drsusan.org. And also I have another website, which is divinetravels.com. 
and uh, that's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S dot com. So those are the two websites. I suggest you subscribe to them because then you'll be notified of future events and so on. So drsusan.org and divinetravels.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dr. Shumsky. All the very best, and I'll see you in California. I look forward to it. <laughs> Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. It's amazing. We don't have to struggle to hear the voice of God. I think really just be present and open. I personally believe it's this practice to keep your mental state and your attitude at a very positive level. And because this energy is so elevated, in order to connect to the elevated energy, one has to keep one's awareness in an elevated state. I hope you agree with that. Thank you for joining us in our conversation with Dr. Susan Shumsky, and we look forward to having more incredible discussions like the one we had today. Please do follow us on America Meditate on Facebook and and on Twitter, America Meditating. If you've ever gotten a chance to look for the Off to Work CD, please get it on iTunes. It's also available there for you. Huffington Post, search for Sister Jenna. You'll get a window of new articles featuring current news. There's a lot going on in spirituality, folks. It's not about getting away from the world or escaping. Can't begin to tell you the incredible scroll of fortune that emerges when you're connecting your dots, feeling good about who you are and the way that you intend to show up in the world. Be the best that you can be. Do not give anyone the permission or the or the power that they can take away your happiness. And learn to love everybody the same, where you come to a point that you stop looking at their defects and you're only conditioned to focus on what is it that God put in them and why God loves that particular child. Thank you for tuning in to the America Meditating Radio Show. We'll end with Gary White and Dreamweaver. Take care, everyone.
still may be 